This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. I'm Kate Bendel, the Dunedin Yoga Lady. Join me every second Tuesday at 10.30 as we explore all things to know about yoga. My passion is to open the doors of this powerful practice to the community and to share that passion with you. The Dunedin Yoga Lady, fortnightly on Tuesdays at 10.30 on ORFM and podcast from oar.org.nz. So welcome to the Dunedin Yoga Lady. This is a show that probably, obviously, is about yoga. So thank you for joining me to delve deeper into the practice of yoga. Uh, my name is Kate, Kate Bendel. I've been practicing yoga for over 35 years now and teaching for over 25 And one of my passions behind bringing this show to you is to help explain and expose perhaps that there's a lot more to yoga than perhaps people initially get to understand. And yoga has become a little bit uh, one of those practices that has been reduced to something less than what it actually is. Um, So this show has got something of interest. Hopefully, if you've never done yoga before, it's not just for people who already practice yoga. Um, And it's presented in the way of my understanding of yoga and what I've learned as a student of traditional yoga. Those of you who have listened to the show before, um, I've talked in more length about my personal journey, so I won't go back into that. But the summary of that is that I did yoga sort of for 15 years, really very, very devotedly, and yet felt that I wasn't getting the full picture, that there must be more, um, particularly when you hear what the benefits of yoga sort of on the degree of kind of spiritual awakening or personal transformation, which I was always very interested in. It was like, "Mm, this yoga I'm learning and practicing is just doesn't seem that it's going to take me down that path. So I spent a lot of time searching and doing trainings and was lucky enough to come across one of the few traditional yoga schools that are left Um, It took a lot of searching and a lot of finding because it's a fairly small school. They're not interested in amassing thousands of students or taking over the internet. So what I speak about on this show is, is the best I can is passing on what I know and what I have been taught, I should say, rather than what I know, it's what I've been taught. I thought I knew a bit about yoga. Um, until I came across this school. This is in the tradition of Krishnamacharya, Svini Yoga, and that is a tradition that goes back thousands of years, which teaches yoga in the context that it was first taught. So before we go much further, uh, today's show, we're going to talk a little bit about yoga therapy. So yoga as a, a therapeutic tool. 
So before we do that, I'm going to do, as I often do, chant, because chant, that's a big part of the yoga, just the um, opening prayers, just paying respects to the lineage where I've been taught from. Shri Krishna Vagi Shayati Swarapyam Samprapta Chakrankana Pashasaram Shri Nut Narangen Trayatau Tamapitaspam Shri Krishna Maryang Guru Vadiamidhe Virote Tatike Mase Shatatara Kretu Dayam Yoga Charyam Krishna Maryam Guru Varyam Hampaji Shishikam Krishna Maryasya Natavamsha Pradipakam Kalyana Guna Rupantam Shri Deshikam Namamyaham Prashanta Purushakaram Viniyoga Pracharakam Visheshi Vaidikam Surim Tang Deshikam Smaramyaham Shri Guru Pyo Namaha Harihi Om. So let's talk about yoga as therapy. The reason I want to talk about this today partly is because I am studying to be a yoga therapist. And I think it's a term that is becoming a little more popular Probably 10 years ago, nobody would have really heard of a yoga therapist. But as more people take this training and study, it's becoming a little more mainstream. And I am starting to be a yoga therapist through Vini Yoga, which is a perfect way to apply the principles of vini yoga vini yoga is very much about that the yoga needs to suit the individual rather than the other way around so vini yoga is not about here producing or offering classes and saying well everybody just needs to kind of figure out how to do it and fit themselves into the class it's the opposite it's about that the yoga has to be adapted to suit the person. And when Krishnamacharya sort of first started teaching this, you know, quite some time ago, it was kind of a new concept. So Vini Yoga really lends itself to one-on-one -on -one teaching. We do, do, we do offer classes and there's ways to offer safe classes, but really it comes into its strength when it is done as a therapy, as one student in front of the teacher. And so when we look at yoga therapy, the idea of it be behind it is there's, there is one prerequisite that I can think of off the top of my head. Yoga therapy may not work for everybody. It, it does have a wide range of application, but it 
only works for people who are willing and ready to be self-empowered. So it's not like a massage. So you can turn up to a massage and the person there gives you the massage. Um, and I know I'm not saying massage is a bad thing. There's a time and a place for massage. However, a lot of the effect of the massage is from the person doing it to you. Or if you go to a doctor and they give you some medication or some pill, you take it. You don't really have to do much, much else. So those things don't require your effort. Whereas for yoga to be effective as a therapy, you have to actually do it. So you will have a relationship with the yoga therapist and they will work with you to design the right practice which takes time usually it's not a one-off here go away and do this and you'll be sorted it's usually an ongoing thing and your practice changes and evolves over time but you have to do it and so sometimes it's not the right thing because people are not at that stage of their journey so therapy yoga therapy it's a journey of healing so whether that's healing from anxiety or healing from diabetes or healing from stress or healing from high blood pressure it doesn't really matter what it is but it does view this experience as a journey and the start of the journey really can only happen when there's two things, this acknowledgement that actually I don't want things to stay as they are. There's something on some level in my life that is not okay for me, and I want to do what it takes to improve my situation. So once those two things are in place, yoga therapy is really exciting in terms that it's incredibly personalized. It's not a cookie-cutter solution. It addresses the individual. So, yes, it makes it kind of complicated in some ways. So to learn to be a yoga therapist is quite an in-depth training. Um, ours spreads over, well, because of COVID, it's now five years, but it was like a three-year course. Um, you have to do a big research project because it looks at the deep the individual in front of you. And yoga also has a very expansive way of looking at an individual. So when we see someone, we're not just seeing them through the Western lens of, yes, we have a body and a mind and some breaths. We include those things. They are all important, the breath, the body and the mind. The yoga therapy model also acknowledges that there's an energetic dimension to a person. There's a spiritual dimension to a person. There's the context in which they live. And there's their basic kind of constitution. So all of those things are taken into consideration when working with someone. Because they have a huge impact. I'm sure uh, you can, even like a simple example, um, say there's a young, say 23, 24-year-old female, she's at university here at Otago, living away from her parents, living away from her family, 
um, and she comes and she's presenting with anxiety. So what that person is going to need is going to be different from, say, we meet a 56-year-old woman who's just kind of doing the whole menopause journey. She has a very busy full-time job. She's also looking after um, one of her elderly parents. And she's got a, a teenager at home who's having a hard time. She has anxiety as well. What they need is going to be very different. There may be some crossover and there may be some similarities, but what, what's going on for them in their body, their breath, their mind, their energy body, their spiritual body, because they're at a different stage in their journey, and their context, it's going to make an impact on what yoga is going to be helpful for them. And so yoga therapy is, that's the place that we start because the therapy, the yoga journey is to work with the person, not the disease or the difficulty or disability that they're facing. We're working with the person. How is what's going on impacting on this person? What is their experience of what's going on? And so in that way, I think it's incredibly powerful and also very, very effective. Maybe you've had the experience yourself that you've been to seek help or treatment from somewhere or somebody, and it just, what you've been offered just hasn't actually resonated. It hasn't met you holistically as a person like on paper it might look like it's meant to work and it's meant to help you but it actually just hasn't so often yoga therapy can has the potential to be far more effective because it is an intricate model that's taking all those things into account and not only that the other side of it is that the tools that are available there's quite a big toolkit there's not just one thing on offer here so if we work with yoga from the traditional model which vinya yoga does the tools so the things that are going to be used to create your, your therapy or your program or your practice, whatever, your, your treatment, they can be, yes, the yoga that you probably know and heard of is, is that asana. Yes, there may be a physical asana dimension to your, to your treatment. There's quite likely that there's also a, a breath element like pranayama is the term that we use when we're talking about working with the breath. There is quite likely that there will be the use of mantra. So mantra is using sound, um, the repetition of sound either silently or out loud, either in a practice or sitting still. Um, there is the possibility and likelihood that there may be meditation involved. Definitely your lifestyle will be looked at. You know, those things that have a huge impact, lifestyle and diet, that is also part of yoga therapy. And there's a couple more obscure practices like nyasam, which is the placement of sacred sound in particular parts of the body, or kavacham, which is like the use of mantra and gesture to uh, form protective shields around us so 
from that, you can imagine that the kind of practice that you can come up with for a person is going to vary wildly, which is a good thing. It means that there's a greater likelihood that you can find just the thing that is going to help somebody to take the next step on their healing journey. And, and that will be for them specifically. So things like another way to think of this is like if we are, we meet someone, say as a yoga therapist, someone comes to us um, and we've got, say, two people and both of them have got, at the moment, they're struggling with obesity and depression. It's going to be significant to talk with that person and find out what came first. Is there someone that has been struggling with depression and as a result of that, over time, obesity has resulted? Or is it that there's someone who's been struggling with obesity for some time and now depression has become part of the picture as well? So the sort of how things have shown up and present themselves also has a huge impact and influence on what's going to be most helpful for that person. So a big part of yoga therapy is spending time and building a relationship with someone to help understand and get the fullest picture that we can of what's going on for this person, what's been the lead up to what's causing them struggle or difficulty at the moment and what kind of lifestyle and support system have they around them so that we can develop something for them to do that is realistic and sustainable. Because ultimately with yoga therapy, it's for the person to be in charge of their own journey. Yes, we may need to see them for a little while and we may need to change and tweak things. But the idea is that the person feels empowered. I mean, they have to be, actually. We can't do the practice for them. And unless there's a, a, a deep kind of understanding of the person that we're dealing with, it's not so likely that someone's going to do practices unless we have got it right. Um, I can think of for myself once, uh, a while ago now, I thought it would be really good for me to do some kind of exercise things, you know, like going through menopause, people talk about, you know, weight bearing exercises and things being really, really good. So I did something quite out of character and went to the gym and had one session. I'm not a gym person, but I thought I'll do it and had one session with this personal trainer. And there was, you know, there was no time really in that session for re relationship building or deep understanding. And she wrote out this program for me that for me to do at home, I think I did it twice. It just completely didn't gel with me at all. And it was, it was just a total reminder for me that what works for one person isn't going to necessarily work for the next person and that we need to have many tools and they, there, there needs to be the flexibility to, to change and tweak uh, things to meet 
who's in front of us. So that's one of the reasons that I think yoga therapy is going to become more and more useful for people because things are complex. Things are complex in the world. And I think there's a growing understanding that we're not two-dimensional. You know, it's not actually enough for many of us just to address the body or to just address the mind or even just those two. There's more to us than that. I mean, that's a really good place to start, the body and the mind. Um, but I, my experience and some of the people I have worked with and met, even that is a slightly lacking model and we are far more multi-dimensional than that and to work in within the umbrella of yoga traditional yoga there is a full acknowledgement of how deep we are as a human being and how interconnected all these little parts of ourselves are and that we can make progress when we can find the thing that actually connects with us. And that for me is one of the thing the things that helps working on a one-to-one -one level with somebody. It's a journey of really getting to experiment to some degree. There's no assumption that the yoga therapist is going to come up with the right thing even on the initial meeting, but that you are making a commitment to make a journey together. And some of it is trial and error. And I think that's quite a liberating thing as well. Often we're locked into this commercial model of things that it's like, I pay you money and you give me this, the goods, you know, and I expect them to work straight off the bat. And I kind of get it. It's like if I pay for something, I want it to work, um, you know, especially when it comes to material things. But I think the, the the journey of healing is a little bit more mysterious that, than that, and it's a little more complicated than that. So what yoga therapy as a model offers is commitment and a, a great range of possibility which might take a little bit of investment from the therapist and the student to try something out and begin to notice the effect. And that is an ongoing part of self-empowerment and the healing for those of you who've done a little or a lot of your own healing, really that ability to notice the effect things are having on us is a fundamental part of healing because nobody knows you like you know yourself nobody else is going to be able to figure it out for you and often that's disappointing for us initially it's like we want somebody to give us the magic pill but I think what yoga therapy helps is it actually builds that muscle of self-awareness it builds that muscle of taking action and noticing the consequence and 
long term, that's how we get to live a life that's healthy, a life that's responsive, and and that's self empowered. So, yeah, that's my experience of yoga therapy so far. I'm not even at the stage yet of working individually with people. I'm, I, I'm still at that that learning stage, but are lucky to be in the hands of some very very wise and capable teachers. So thank you for listening. You've been listening to Kate, um, the Dunedin Yoga Lady. And just to close, I'm just going to do another closing just to offer people peace and happiness in the mind, their body, and their spirit. Oh, shanti, shanti, shanti. I'm Kate Bendel, the Dunedin Yoga Lady. Join me every second Tuesday at 10.30 as we explore all things to know about yoga. My passion is to open the doors of this powerful practice to the community and to share that passion with you. The Dunedin Yoga Lady, fortnightly on Tuesdays at 10.30 on ORFM and podcast from oar.org.nz. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.